This is an All Ears English bonus episode. Hotel, hostel, Airbnb. What's the best option when you visit the U.S.? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. If you are one of the eight lucky listeners to join us in Boston this August, or if you're just visiting the U.S. on your own, find out our three options for accommodations and the pros and cons of each. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Michelle, how you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited because we just found out in our most recent bonus episode that you will be joining us here in Boston for our Boston Adventures program in August. So excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. Thank you for inviting me. Well, thank you for coming. And our eight lucky listeners are going to get to meet you as well as me. And we're just going to enjoy that weekend together as a group, guys. You're going to be challenged to go out into the community and speak English with real native speakers. Yes. (laughs) So cool. But today, Michelle, so one piece about this. this, Guys, this episode is for you, whether you're coming or not. Um, What we're going to talk about today is you know, where should you stay when you come to Boston or when you come to the U.S. in general, right? We have some options. We're going to give you guys some insider tips on how to make the best choice on where to stay, right? So what are our options, Michelle, if we're coming to Boston to stay? Okay, well, your basic options are a hotel or a hostel or an Airbnb, right, Lindsay? Exactly, exactly. And if you guys are just tuning in, if this is the first time you've heard about this trip, if you've, I don't know, if you haven't been listening to us for a few weeks, then go over and apply right away and send in your video intro for this program because, you know, we're accepting introductions up until July 7th. And that's the cutoff date, guys. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash Boston. And then we'll talk about your accommodation. So yeah, Michelle, you're right. Hotel, hostel, Airbnb. Those are really the big options, right? So we're, we've got every price point here. Um, so some of our listeners who are coming have already booked an Airbnb. Some of them have already booked a hostel. But we're going to show you the differences today, guys, and give you some insider tips. So Michelle, what is the advantage of going with a hotel? Uh, well, the hotel is kind of the fancy, yeah, <laughs> the fancy choice. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you really know what to expect, right? It's a hotel. It's a running business. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a hotel. Everybody knows a hotel, right? Exactly. And, you know, naturally you're going to get your own bathroom. You know what a hotel looks like anywhere in the world. They're pretty much the same, right? And sometimes you can get these chains like the Marriott Cambridge yeah. Boston is a good one. Um, but, and you may get more, uh, you may get a better rest than at a hostel, for example, because right, you have right. your private space. Privacy, or, right. 
privacy. You're not in a dorm room with other people, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Um, and in Boston, you should expect to pay, honestly, I would say between two and $300 a night. Okay, yeah. so why, we're trying to make this really clear to all our listeners. If you're coming, guys, in, in August, that's what that's what basically I, I think a minimum, you know, 180, 200 is what you'd pay for a good hotel. And the thing is, you don't want to stay in a bad hotel, right? Like, no, <laughs> that's why we're going to have a better option for you guys. When we talk about Airbnb, I actually think that Airbnb is a better value. Oh, awesome. Yeah. You know, but first let's talk about the opposite end of the spectrum, which is a hostel. (laughs) Yeah. So what's that all about, Michelle? So a hostel is usually younger people go there, right? And it's like a lot of, I mean, I, when I, I studied abroad and I stayed in a lot of hostels. Um, and they, they, you know, there's a wide, they run the gamut. Like there's, they run the gamut. I like that expression. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's like really nice hostels and then there's not so nice hostels, but it has this feel of like world backpackers, right? So it's like a lot of people who are doing traveling, some of them are even staying for a long time. And it's, I think a, you know, the cool thing about these is that people usually talk to each other. You might end up making friends. Other people, a lot of people travel alone or in very small groups and they want to meet other people. That's like one of the reasons they're there. Exactly. And if you guys are coming on the program, if you're one of the lucky eight and you're coming, I mean, one of your goals is to be speaking English. And this would be your best option to speak a lot, right? In English, because you're going to have, well, you're going to have international travelers. Most of them are going to be young in their 20s, maybe 30s, backpackers, as Michelle said. But hostels tend to set up situations where you can have conversation easily. I also did a lot, a lot of living in hostels and staying in hostels in South America uh, when I backpacked there for a year. I feel like South South America has a more built out hostel scene just because there are more backpackers. You know what I mean? In the US, there's not really a backpacking culture. I think it's more like we either drive or we fly between the cities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no train, not much train travel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it can have like this dorm feeling because you can stay in a room with a lot of people. But I do have to say that sometimes if you pay a little more, like you can get, yeah. I don't know about all of them, but I remember in Paris, I stayed, I went for a weekend and I stayed, I had a roommate and we got a private room and it was like, it felt almost like a hotel. Exactly. Um, it was That's so nice. Point. So you can, if you want to, if you want to bump up the cost a little bit, you usually can get something a little bit nicer, but maybe that's, I also stayed in the dorm type. So, you know, I did, I did a mix. You've done it all, Michelle. <laughs> I've done it all. All, everything. The oh, whole everything. whole thing. And often they offer breakfast, which is cool. But yeah, yes. that's a good pro tip, Michelle. For any of our listeners, if you're coming to Boston in August, you know, check out the option of getting a private room in a hostel because it definitely won't be as expensive as a hotel room because it's not as fancy as a hotel mm-hmm. room, right? But it'll be somewhere in between. So that's a good thing to ask about. So I was looking online to get a sense of what a what a hostel would cost our listeners. And I was seeing prices around, around $50, $60 a night for a dorm room. Okay. So that's, that's what I saw. You guys are gonna have to dig in a bit more and search around online, but that's a hostel. How about Airbnb? That's our third option. And that goes in between the hostel and the hotel. Right. So this is a new option, but these are great. And I mean, have you had good experiences at Airbnbs, Lindsay? I've only had good experiences. I've done it about probably... Yeah, eight to 10 times in my life now um, in different parts of the country and different parts of the world, too, I think. And it's been it's been fantastic. I've never had a bad experience with Airbnb. An official message from Medicare. 
A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Great. So, yeah, so the Airbnb, it's usually like someone has a room uh, in their house. Um, yep. And so they're just putting it up so that you can stay with them. So often you'll share a bathroom, right, Lindsay? Yeah. So for you guys, if you don't want to share a bathroom, then you want to make sure that you put in a filter for a private bathroom when you do your search on the website. The difference here with Airbnb versus a hotel and a hostel is that you actually need to create a profile on the website. And, you know, once you stay, you reserve it through the website. And after you stay, your host will 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 review you as a guest. Like, how did you treat them? How did you treat the space? Did you show up on time when you said you would? All of that. So there's accountability, right? Yeah. Um, and this also makes it safer for you because I would recommend that you guys don't, you know, don't rent from a place that has fewer than 10 or 15 reviews, right? You don't yeah. want to be, you want to make sure the place is safe and has been checked out by other people before. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's important. Yeah. And Michelle, you said that you've stayed in an inn, like a bed and breakfast that yes. was listed on airbnb.com, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. So you can find those too. So I did that in, uh, for, uh, in Rhode Island last year, I stayed in this really cool inn and we found that on Airbnb. Um, so you can find those things too. And those are fun. Yeah, that's a good option. So a lot of these inns, the air, air bed and breakfast will list themselves on Airbnb as a way to get more visibility. Um, <clears throat> but in terms of the price range, guys, what you could expect is I would say, uh, a minimum for a private room in a home through Airbnb, you're going to, with a shared bathroom, you're going to spend about 80 bucks a night in Boston or Cambridge and the maximum getting an entire apartment to yourself would be around maximum of 150 to 200. So that's a little bit less than a hotel, but it's more than a hostel. Okay. Yeah. I love that. So which option sounds best for you, Michelle? Which option looks most interesting? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I gotta say, I love a hotel, but, <laughs> but I also love to save money. So probably, <laughs> probably, um, I think the Airbnb sounds like a cool, like a cool choice because I have done it before. Um, it's but so like, cool. I, I'm not as familiar with it as you, Lindsay. So I feel like I have like a little bit of nerves about it just because, you okay. know, so what are you I, I don't know. About? Well, I mean, I like the review system. Um, so that's mm -hmm. good, but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like if I were by myself, I might be just a little bit nervous to say in someone's place. But at the same time, I mean, like you said, there you're, you know, there's reviews and you want to make sure you go to somewhere that has a lot of reviews. So really, that's the only thing. But I think I yeah. just got to do it more because the one experience I did have was very positive. Yeah, I mean, I think... So with Airbnb, you know, what it is, guys, is these people are renting out their room. And so they are kind of creating their own business within the bigger business of Airbnb. And anytime you're dealing with like a marketplace where people, people, normal people, your peers are buying and selling from you, you're always going to get a random experience that's not good. Yeah. But I think the majority of experiences are going to be good. You know, um, I've rented in an Airbnb by myself, like in Oregon, I stayed at an Airbnb in a town where I was, I was on my own and it was fine. Uh, so just look at the reviews. And then when you get to the place, go with your gut feeling. Does this feel weird? Is there something strange? Don't question your gut, right? Right, right. That's good advice.
Yeah. So right now we're going to finish this episode, guys, by highlighting the best thing about each option. So Michelle, what's the best option to guarantee English practice? Okay, the best option to guarantee English practice would probably be in a hostel. And right. but it might be more international English, which is cool. Which is cool, which is so cool, which is the future, right? I mean, that is the future. The future is not just speaking with Americans or British people. It's speaking international English with all different people, right? Right, exactly. Okay. What's the best option to recover from a long day and just really get a good sleep? A hotel. There's nothing mm. quite like those yeah. uh, those crisp hotel sheets to get oh, into. Crisp so nice. and cool hotel sheets. Yep. Yeah. You got your little mini fridge. You got your <laughs> fancy tub, all that good stuff, right? That's the fancy option. What's the best option to live in a cool neighborhood and maybe see how locals live? Well, I like Airbnb for that one. It makes me think, don't they have that ad where it's like, it's like, don't just don't just go somewhere, live there or something like that. What yeah. Is it? Yeah. I like, that. yeah, I like it. Cause, and I always, when I go to a place, I always wonder, okay, well, I'm staying in this whatever hotel or wherever I decide to stay. In, but I always think like, oh, I wish I could see, I love seeing people's apartments, even though maybe that sounds weird. <laughs> I want to know like, what do, what does like, what is it really like to live there? And so I like how this gives you a little taste of that. <laughs> totally. I know what you mean. It does give you that taste. Um, it's funny. I was reading Airbnb is trying to change their business model actually away from that concept of like exchange with the host and uh. more towards like a streamlined business experience. But I think that a lot of people, the reason they host Airbnb is because they do want to have a conversation with you. But it's yeah. not always guaranteed. Sometimes that happens. Like I've had situations where I never even saw the host. They just gave me the code to their door and they said, you know, you just leave this here and we'll, and thanks for coming. Yeah. Or sometimes they're there to greet me. I have a little conversation. When we stayed at a place up in um, Vermont, the woman had like baked muffins for us and she was there and Aww. she was so friendly. <laughs> so it's a huge variety, but you get to see people's homes, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe that sounds weird when I say I like to see people's homes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very weird. <laughs> no, but I don't kidding. know. I like to... I like- <laughs> I like to imagine how people live. So. <laughs> no, All right, okay. guys. Okay. <laughs> You're just preparing for your next career as an interior designer, right, Michelle? You oh, get I would be the ideas. worst designer. <laughs> the worst. I'm actually in the middle of that right now because I'm moving and I'm the worst. I can't. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. I love that. We'll talk about your design career again next oh, time. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so guys, you know, if you're one of the eight lucky listeners and you're coming, then listen to this episode again and think about what you want out of your your stay, your accommodation. You're going to be busy with us in Boston all day. So it's good to rest, to be able to rest in the evening. Okay. So one one of our listeners is doing the Airbnb option. Uh, one other person is staying at a hostel. So it just depends on you and what you want. Okay. So make your decision. And if you are one of the eight lucky listeners, you can email with me and I will, you know, I'll give you some advice on good neighborhoods and Boston. Okay. Yes. All right. So Michelle, when do people have to apply by to get in or to get, uh, get considered for a position for a spot? July 7th. So time is running out. I know. Very Guys, dramatic we- right now. Exactly. So we're going to put connection, not perfection into action, guys, in Boston through language challenges. You're going to be speaking with natives. You're going to meet other listeners. We're going to come together, go to a baseball game, meet new friends, um, get outside, and you're going to see the real Boston. Okay. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash Boston to set in your video intro. Make sure you send the video in. And if you're lucky, you'll get an interview. Okay. Very cool. Perfect. 
Awesome. Michelle, thanks for hanging out and offering your wisdom on places to stay. This has been <laughs> Thank interesting. you. And Thank I- you for yours. Yeah. All right. Talk to you next time. Bye. See you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. So I I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.